was Teva at the center of Sam Bankman-Fried's empire. Out of all the companies in the crypto industry, the demise of Sam Bankman-Fried's crypto exchange FTX was the most likely to pull stablecoin Teva down with it. Teva has always maintained close links with Sam Bankman-Fried's former empire. Indeed, the vast majority of all transactions that FTX processed involved Teva. FTX was seemingly hacked last week. The $600 plus million taken was used to short Teva. Within hours, the crypto industry's arch nemesis, Abraham Eisenberg, also shorted Teva with the same thesis. The collapse of FTX would depeg the stablecoin. These bets were not unfounded. Protoss has led public disclosures regarding the close relationship between Teva and FTX. Our Teva Papers investigation revealed that Alameda was Teva's second largest customer and received over $36 billion worth of Teva directly from Teva Limited. Yet despite dropping by a few pennies during the initial panic amid FTX's collapse, Teva has held its peg. The token remains the world's third largest crypto asset behind Bitcoin and Ether, with a $65 billion market cap. Teva's ability to hold its $1 peg is impressive. So far, it has withstood the bankruptcy of its once second largest customer, plus two multi-hundred million dollar bets on its demise. Still, it's worth examining the ties between Sam Bankman-Fried and Teva. Sam Bankman-Fried founded FTX same day Teva begins billion dollar fundraise. A little known date from Teva's history is May 8, 2019. On that day, Bitfinex, Teva's sister exchange that shared executives with the firm, published its Leo White paper. Bitfinex's Leo token offering sought to raise $1 billion and ultimately allowed Teva's exchange to receive a bailout from Block One and other Leo investors. Interestingly, Sam Bankman-Fried founded FTX on that same day. Uncanny connections continue. Most large crypto exchanges prefer proprietary stablecoins. To list just a few examples, Gemini preferred Gemini USD, Binance preferred Binance USD, and Coinbase preferred USD Coin. However, FTX never issued its own stablecoin. For some reason, unlike other major crypto exchanges, FTX simply preferred Teva. The overwhelming majority of transactions on FTX use Teva. Lots of money from Block One and EOS. Teva has a close relationship with EOS through its early backer, Block One, due to Teva's sister exchange, Bitfinex. Block One money purchased Leo tokens from Bitfinex. Block One and EOS's co founder, Brock Pierce, also co founded Noble Bank, one of Teva's banking partners. Brock Pierce's other associations included Noble Bank CEO John Betts whom he knew from a failed attempt to acquire Bitcoin's first major exchange, Mt. Gox. BitMEX research pegged the Puerto Rico-based Noble Bank as a likely banking partner for Teva, citing aggregate financial system data. Any uncertainty on this stems from Puerto Rico being a growing hotspot for digital asset businesses. A brief bio of Brock Pierce in a press release from October last year lists him as a co-founder of EOS Alliance and Block One. In it, he denies that he was ever a director or officer for Teva, even though he had claimed to be a principal founder. Later, he incredibly claimed he transferred his stake out of the multi-billion dollar Teva for zero consideration. 
Block One gained notoriety from its curious year-long offering of EOS tokens. Integra President Dr. John Griffin led an investigation into EOS's allegedly multi-billion dollar token sale. Integra found suspicious exchange accounts that were buying a lot of EOS in its token sale. Its initial coin offering lasted for over a year. These suspicious wallets had ample time to sell the EOS they purchased in the initial coin offering for Ether, and then use that Ether to buy more EOS from the ICO. This recycling activity created the false impression that buyers were expending billions of dollars to acquire EOS. In reality, Griffin's paper suggested that the non-recycled, authentic amount of ICO purchases for EOS was just a few hundred million dollars, a small fraction of EOS's oft-heralded $4 billion. Worse, the advertising claims about EOS succeeding at raising billions of dollars induced demand from duped investors, who believed EOS was more popular than it really was. Crypto investigator Bitfinex alleged that through these recycling mechanisms, the Tether slash Bitfinex backed Block One effectively gave EOS a $500 million bailout. Another investor lawsuit claimed that Block One and its former chief strategy officer, Brock Pierce, conspired to conduct an illegal security sale and artificially inflated EOS's price during its year-long token sale. The lawsuit also alleged that EOS was not as decentralized as investors were led to believe, citing Brock Pierce's later admission that a Chinese oligarchy controlled its blockchain. The Securities and Exchange Commission validated some of these concerns by charging Block One with conducting an unregistered initial coin offering. Alameda Research's OTC manager, Mints Teva. In May 2021, Alameda Research head of OTC, Ryan Salame, admitted to having extensive experience minting Teva. He said, quote, I've been minting slash redeeming Teva on an institutional scale for over three years with multiple desks. Note the process has always been smooth, end quote. The Ethereum address evolved in this minting continued to move Teva between Bitfinex and FTX. The most recent transactions occurred on November 1st, 2022. Final notes. FTX, Alameda and Teva have always been intertwined. Nowadays, Teva denies that FTX's demise poses a risk to Teva. However, Teva executives have not always told the truth. The New York Attorney General has documented a series of lies told. Sam Bankman-Fried has also admitted to withholding the truth about Alameda's operations when opening certain bank accounts. Indeed, Sam Bankman-Fried admitted that he omitted crypto activities entirely when describing Alameda and selected the generic name Alameda Research to avoid certain banks' hesitation to serve the crypto industry. Deltek Bank, with which Teva established a banking relationship in 2018, released a statement denying any exposure to FTX. According to Deltek, FTX did not hold any of the bank's assets, and neither did Deltek Bank trade any assets on FTX. For more informed news, follow us on Twitter and Google News, or listen to our investigative podcast, Innovated Blockchain City. Was Teva at the center of Sam Bankman-Fried's empire? 
Out of all the companies in the crypto industry, the demise of Sam Bankman-Fried's crypto exchange FTX was the most likely to pull stablecoin Teva down with it. Teva has always maintained close links with Sam Bankman-Fried's former empire. Indeed, the vast majority of all transactions that FTX processed involved Teva. FTX was seemingly hacked last week. The $600 plus million taken was used to short Teva. Within hours, the crypto industry's arch nemesis, Abraham Eisenberg, also shorted Teva with the same thesis. The collapse of FTX would depeg the stablecoin. These bets were not unfounded. Protoss has led public disclosures regarding the close relationship between Teva and FTX. Our Teva Papers investigation revealed that Alameda was Teva's second largest customer and received over $36 billion worth of Teva directly from Teva Limited. Yet despite dropping by a few pennies during the initial panic amid FTX's collapse, Teva has held its peg. The token remains the world's third largest crypto asset behind Bitcoin and Ether, with a $65 billion market cap. Teva's ability to hold its $1 peg is impressive. So far, it has withstood the bankruptcy of its once second largest customer, plus two multi-hundred million dollar bets on its demise. Still, it's worth examining the ties between Sam Bankman-Fried and Teva. Sam Bankman-Fried founded FTX same day Teva begins billion dollar fundraise. A little known date from Teva's history is May 8, 2019. On that day, Bitfinex, Teva's sister exchange that shared executives with the firm, published its Leo White paper. Bitfinex's Leo token offering sought to raise $1 billion and ultimately allowed Teva's exchange to receive a bailout from Block One and other Leo investors. Interestingly, Sam Bankman-Fried founded FTX on that same day. Uncanny connections continue. Most large crypto exchanges prefer proprietary stablecoins. To list just a few examples, Gemini preferred Gemini USD, Binance preferred Binance USD, and Coinbase preferred USD Coin. However, FTX never issued its own stablecoin. For some reason, unlike other major crypto exchanges, FTX simply preferred Teva. The overwhelming majority of transactions on FTX use Teva. Lots of money from Block One and EOS. Teva has a close relationship with EOS through its early backer, Block One, due to Teva's sister exchange, Bitfinex. Block One money purchased Leo tokens from Bitfinex. Block One and EOS's co founder, Brock Pierce, also co founded Noble Bank, one of Teva's banking partners. Brock Pierce's other associations included Noble Bank CEO John Betts, whom he knew from a failed attempt to acquire Bitcoin's first major exchange, Mt. Gox. BitMEX research pegged the Puerto Rico-based Noble Bank as a likely banking partner for Teva, citing aggregate financial system data. Any uncertainty on this stems from Puerto Rico being a growing hotspot for digital asset businesses. A brief bio of Brock Pierce in a press release from October last year lists him as a co-founder of EOS Alliance and Block One. In it, he denies that he was ever a director or officer for Teva, even though he had claimed to be a principal founder. Later, he incredibly claimed he transferred his stake out of the multi-billion dollar Teva for zero consideration. 
Block One gained notoriety from its curious year-long offering of EOS tokens. Integra President Dr. John Griffin led an investigation into EOS's allegedly multi-billion dollar token sale. Integra found suspicious exchange accounts that were buying a lot of EOS in its token sale. Its initial coin offering lasted for over a year. These suspicious wallets had ample time to sell the EOS they purchased in the initial coin offering for Ether, and then use that Ether to buy more EOS from the ICO. This recycling activity created the false impression that buyers were expending billions of dollars to acquire EOS. In reality, Griffin's paper suggested that the non-recycled, authentic amount of ICO purchases for EOS was just a few hundred million dollars, a small fraction of EOS's oft-heralded $4 billion. Worse, the advertising claims about EOS succeeding at raising billions of dollars induced demand from duped investors, who believed EOS was more popular than it really was. Crypto investigator Bitfinex alleged that through these recycling mechanisms, the Tether slash Bitfinex backed Block One effectively gave EOS a $500 million bailout. Another investor lawsuit claimed that Block One and its former chief strategy officer, Brock Pierce, conspired to conduct an illegal security sale and artificially inflated EOS's price during its year-long token sale. The lawsuit also alleged that EOS was not as decentralized as investors were led to believe, citing Brock Pierce's later admission that a Chinese oligarchy controlled its blockchain. The Securities and Exchange Commission validated some of these concerns by charging Block One with conducting an unregistered initial coin offering. Alameda Research's OTC manager mints Teva. In May 2021, Alameda Research Head of OTC, Ryan Salaim, admitted to having extensive experience minting Teva. He said, quote, I've been minting slash redeeming Teva on an institutional scale for over three years with multiple desks. Note the process has always been smooth, end quote. The Ethereum address evolved in this minting continued to move Teva between Bitfinex and FTX. The most recent transactions occurred on November 1st, 2022. Final notes. FTX, Alameda, and Teva have always been intertwined. Nowadays, Teva denies that FTX's demise poses a risk to Teva. However, Teva executives have not always told the truth. The New York Attorney General has documented a series of lies told. Sam Bankman-Fried has also admitted to withholding the truth about Alameda's operations when opening certain bank accounts. Indeed, Sam Bankman-Fried admitted that he omitted crypto activities entirely when describing Alameda and selected the generic name Alameda Research to avoid certain banks' hesitation to serve the crypto industry. Deltek Bank, with which Teva established a banking relationship in 2018, released a statement denying any exposure to FTX. According to Deltek, FTX did not hold any of the bank's assets, and neither did Deltek Bank trade any assets on FTX. For more informed news, follow us on Twitter and Google News, or listen to our investigative podcast, Innovated Blockchain City. Was Teva at the center of Sam Bankman-Fried's empire? 
Out of all the companies in the crypto industry, the demise of Sam Bankman-Fried's crypto exchange FTX was the most likely to pull stablecoin Tether down with it. Tether has always maintained close links with Sam Bankman-Fried's former empire. Indeed, the vast majority of all transactions that FTX processed involved Tether. FTX was seemingly hacked last week. The $600-plus million taken was used to short Tether. Within hours, the crypto industry's arch-nemesis, Abraham Eisenberg, also shorted Tether with the same thesis. The collapse of FTX would depeg the stablecoin. These bets were not unfounded. Protoss has led public disclosures regarding the close relationship between Tether and FTX. Our Tether Papers investigation revealed that Alameda was Tether's second largest customer and received over $36 billion worth of Tether directly from Tether Limited. Yet despite dropping by a few pennies during the initial panic amid FTX's collapse, Tether has held its peg. The token remains the world's third largest crypto asset behind Bitcoin and Ether, with a $65 billion market cap. Tether's ability to hold its $1 peg is impressive. So far, it has withstood the bankruptcy of its once second largest customer, plus two multi-hundred million dollar bets on its demise. Still, it's worth examining the ties between Sam Bankman-Fried and Tether. Sam Bankman-Fried founded FTX same day Tether begins billion dollar fundraise. A little known date from Tether's history is May 8, 2019. On that day, Bitfinex, Tether's sister exchange that shared executives with the firm, published its Leo White paper. Bitfinex's Leo token offering sought to raise $1 billion and ultimately allowed Tether's exchange to receive a bailout from Block One and other Leo investors. Interestingly, Sam Bankman-Fried founded FTX on that same day. Uncanny connections continue. Most large crypto exchanges prefer proprietary stablecoins. To list just a few examples, Gemini preferred Gemini USD, Binance preferred Binance USD, and Coinbase preferred USD Coin. However, FTX never issued its own stablecoin. For some reason, unlike other major crypto exchanges, FTX simply preferred Tether. The overwhelming majority of transactions on FTX use Tether. Lots of money from Block One and EOS. Tether has a close relationship with EOS through its early backer, Block One, due to Tether's sister exchange, Bitfinex. Block One money purchased Leo tokens from Bitfinex. Block One and EOS's co founder, Brock Pierce, also co founded Noble Bank, one of Tether's banking partners. Brock Pierce's other associations included Noble Bank CEO John Betts, whom he knew from a failed attempt to acquire Bitcoin's first major exchange, Mt. Gox. BitMEX research pegged the Puerto Rico-based Noble Bank as a likely banking partner for Tether, citing aggregate financial system data. Any uncertainty on this stems from Puerto Rico being a growing hotspot for digital asset businesses. A brief bio of Brock Pierce in a press release from October last year lists him as a co-founder of EOS Alliance and Block One. In it, he denies that he was ever a director or officer for Tether, even though he had claimed to be a principal founder. Later, he incredibly claimed he transferred his stake out of the multi-billion dollar Tether for zero consideration. 
Block One gained notoriety from its curious year-long offering of EOS tokens. Integra President Dr. John Griffin led an investigation into EOS's allegedly multi-billion dollar token sale. Integra found suspicious exchange accounts that were buying a lot of EOS in its token sale. Its initial coin offering lasted for over a year. These suspicious wallets had ample time to sell the EOS they purchased in the initial coin offering for Ether, and then use that Ether to buy more EOS from the ICO. This recycling activity created the false impression that buyers were expending billions of dollars to acquire EOS. In reality, Griffin's paper suggested that the non-recycled, authentic amount of ICO purchases for EOS was just a few hundred million dollars, a small fraction of EOS's oft-heralded $4 billion. Worse, the advertising claims about EOS succeeding at raising billions of dollars induced demand from duped investors, who believed EOS was more popular than it really was. Crypto investigator Bitfinex alleged that through these recycling mechanisms, the Tether slash Bitfinex backed Block One effectively gave EOS a $500 million bailout. Another investor lawsuit claimed that Block One and its former chief strategy officer, Brock Pierce, conspired to conduct an illegal security sale and artificially inflated EOS's price during its year-long token sale. The lawsuit also alleged that EOS was not as decentralized as investors were led to believe, citing Brock Pierce's later admission that a Chinese oligarchy controlled its blockchain. The Securities and Exchange Commission validated some of these concerns by charging Block One with conducting an unregistered initial coin offering. Alameda Research's OTC manager mints Tether. In May 2021, Alameda Research head of OTC, Ryan Salame, admitted to having extensive experience minting Tether. He said, quote, I've been minting slash redeeming Tether on an institutional scale for over three years with multiple desks. Note the process has always been smooth, end quote. The Ethereum address evolved in this minting continued to move Tether between Bitfinex and FTX. The most recent transactions occurred on November 1st, 2022. Final notes. FTX, Alameda and Tether have always been intertwined. Nowadays, Tether denies that FTX's demise poses a risk to Tether. However, Tether executives have not always told the truth. The New York Attorney General has documented a series of lies told. Sam Bankman-Fried has also admitted to withholding the truth about Alameda's operations when opening certain bank accounts. Indeed, Sam Bankman-Fried admitted that he omitted crypto activities entirely when describing Alameda and selected the generic name Alameda Research to avoid certain banks' hesitation to serve the crypto industry. Deltek Bank, with which Teva established a banking relationship in 2018, released a statement denying any exposure to FTX. According to Deltek, FTX did not hold any of the bank's assets, and neither did Deltek Bank trade any assets on FTX. For more informed news, follow us on Twitter and Google News, or listen to our investigative podcast, Innovated Blockchain City.